This episode, it might sound like I'm yelling at you a little bit. And honestly, I am yelling at myself, even now and a few years ago. I think it's something that is very important to hear as moms, and it will help us equip our daughters to be healthy. Do you ever worry that your daughter will choose your not-so-pretty past? Have you struggled with your own identity and purpose? Wouldn't it be amazing to choose nourishing foods and exercise out of habit yet still have the food freedom to hit up the Chick-fil-A drive-thru? Hey there, welcome to Raise Her Well. I'm Ashley Harvey, former college athlete and bartender for over a decade, now wife and girl mom of three. After searching for my identity in the world, I ended up tired, confused, and unhealthy. When I laid down my expectations and decided to open the Word of God, and read it as if it were real, it was then that I began to experience true breakthrough. If you're ready for biblical wisdom, tactical health tips, and mom life encouragement, you are in the right place. Make yourself an iced coffee or head to the gym. Let's dive in. I have so much I want to say in this episode, and I also don't want it to be overkill or too long. I know we are busy. All of us have so many things to do. When I listen to podcasts, I actually look at the timestamp and I see, you know, usually if it's 15, 20, 30 minutes, that's my wheelhouse right there. I know that I can get some chores done, some things done, go on a walk, and I know I can finish the episode. I tend to not go back if it's extra long, so I like to keep that in mind for raise her well, because we're all busy raising daughters, wanting to equip them to be bold in their faith, to be healthy and live a life of wellness. And so that brings me to the topic of today's episode on how do we equip our daughters to live a healthy lifestyle, to live a life that is full of freedom, spiritually speaking, in Jesus Christ, and then also with food and nutrition. And I want to start by asking you a question with what do you do with your time? And I know we don't have much of it. What are you doing that your daughters see you do consistently that is showing them to be healthy or to live more healthy? And this is a challenge because we are at capacity most days, aren't we? I think it's important to know that you are not alone. And this message might come off a little rough, but I think that's good. Ever since I had kids, and actually before I had my daughters, I thought to myself, one of my biggest fears was, am I gonna have time for anything else? I loved working out. I did a lot of bodybuilding shows in high school, actually, and ever since I was 15, I was in the gym, and I was afraid that when I became a mom, I would lose that part of me. And I had several friends of mine along the way, and a good friend of mine now, who has always been scared to become a mom because she's seen the mothers around her look less than what they did before they got married in the sense of health. Their health plummeted or they looked just unbelievably tired. I can relate to that. I'm sure you can too. 
So I want to ask you, what are you doing in front of your daughters that they know that you are important? You are. Your time is valuable. You're continually serving other people and being there for other people. You should be able to go exercise. And let me just preface with saying, not dumping your kids off on somebody else. And even if it's grandparents and they love it, I'm saying they see you do this. So let me give you an example. When my daughter Azariah was born, like I said, I was really concerned. And and thank God I had a husband who was like, go, go for a walk, go hit the gym. We do need that healing time postpartum for sure. But there was so many things I didn't know that I could do with her. I didn't know that there was a group of moms called Stroller Strides that would meet up and work out several days a week. And so I got involved in that. I took her at the time we lived in in an apartment and I took her to the little mini gym there and gave her a bottle. (laughs) She was able to hold it at the time and I worked out right next to the stroller. Now, if there's a lot of people in there, I didn't go in there, but I did a whole year, no, actually two years of just taking her with me before we moved to Georgia and we were able to join a gym. And I I know it's a cost. I know there's a cost to it. You're spending money, gas, trying to get there. But if you look at the entire cost of it, it's $100 a month maybe, depending on where you're at, 120 for the family. And you have anywhere from two to two and a half hours of childcare per day that the ch- that the kids club is open. That's two, four, six, eight, ten, like almost 12 to 15 hours of childcare that comes inside of your membership where your kids are watched by multiple adults. This is one reason why I love the gym that we go to here in North Georgia. There's multiple adults in the kids club. They don't change the younger ones. The older ones have access to a bathroom. There's a basketball court. There's coloring. Yes, they have a movie on. Our last gym did not show TV the whole time. However, (laughs) you pick and choose what you're going to do and what you're going to let go. And I think that if I didn't have this outlet and I just let it go and my kids did not see me put on my gym clothes, not to just live in them all day, but to actually go improve my physical fitness, to get my heart rate up, to sweat, to become a stronger mom. If they didn't see me do that, and they don't see me do that, if that were the case, most likely, unless they found their own, their own groove in, in fitness, it, it's connected with, we, we kind of are a product of our environment unless we choose to change. It's important to me to do this for several hours a week, and I'm not talking like crazy. My, my goal is three times a week. I hit the gym, they come with me, I drop them off, and then the other days we go to the park, we're in the stroller, on the bike, I'm jogging, stretching, doing a workout on a bench. It doesn't have to be complicated. And your workout does not have to look like my workout or the next mom's workout. It's If you don't like to lift weights, which I can't imagine, who on earth would just not like to lift weights? That just, I don't understand that. <laughs> I never will understand that because I think lifting weights is the best thing next to Jesus and the Bible. But I think that 
If our daughters see us take care of ourselves when they're young at this age, they will want to or see the importance of it. Maybe they won't see it now, but you'll be, you'll be surprised. Your young ones might start doing air squats with you. If they don't see it now, they will see when they're older, there will be a change in them that will say, wow, you know, I, I saw my mom work out. I, I want to do this thing. And I, I do think that I know it's hard. I know time is short. I know, well, sometimes actually time feels very long, especially when you have a newborn. Can I get an amen? I don't feel like going all the time. I, I truly don't because it's a lot. It takes a lot of effort to get everyone dressed, fed, diapers changed if you know you have a little one and then getting in the car and going all the way there or to the park or whatever it is or even just stepping into your garage to do a 15 minute hit or something but it's so important for our daughters to see us take care of ourselves what kind of mothers do we want our daughters to be and not even crossing that bridge what kind of women do we want our daughters to be i would love to see my daughters grow not only in their spiritual fitness, but in their physical fitness. They do not have to be perfect. I am not perfect. I love my cake and dumbbells too. I am not joking. But there is a difference in you mentally and physically and emotionally when you sweat, when you take care of your body, and when you step away from momming for like an hour. Sometimes for me, it's an hour and a half. It just depends. Sometimes I drop my kids off and they say, hey, your little one's a little fussy, and we're only there for 20, 30 minutes. I am, my day is not ruined by that. I wanted to share a quote with you that is, I read it a couple weeks ago, and I was like, who is that from? That quote is incredible. I absolutely love it, and maybe you've heard it before. But here's the quote. It's from, uh, this is something Bruce Lee said. Long-term consistency beats short-term intensity. This is such a powerful quote quote, it can be applied to everything, especially our fitness. If you have this goal of, I just want to work out, I just want to get in a good sweat, you, it will make all the difference instead of saying, I'm going to go and run five miles and lift and bench and squat and max out for maybe a day or two this week, and you're super intense, but then you do nothing for three months. There is something to be said about consistency. Consistency beats short-term intensity every single time. And because I have been consistent in this area for so long, I'm okay with, wow, we're going on vacation here. We have family in town. Oh no, somebody is sick. Yes, I am kind of upset I'm missing a workout. But I also know that I can, one, make one up on the fly for 10, 15 minutes and get it done in the kitchen. And two, I will be back in the gym. It's a place I've never left. And when you've never, I don't wanna say never, (laughs) but when you, you get the point, when you've never left after you started doing something, you never gave up. This podcast, for example, this long-term consistency with Raise Her Well will beat several intense episodes and then never speaking again. You see what I mean? It also correlates in our relationships with our daughters. Our long-term consistency, building these precious relationships that God has given us, these are the days, these are the moments, and it doesn't have to be 
100% perfect or always so intense of, hi mom, so hard today and we fall into bed. No, it doesn't have to be like that. We need to change the trajectory of our thought process of where our daughters are going and would go if they followed our example. And we are the ones to give them a better example. If we let the world do it, you know they will. And we don't want to do that. We want to set an example of consistency. We want to set an example of physical fitness and health and also consistency in reading the Bible and following the Lord is going to be the intensity every single time. We're raising daughters here. And I think that, like I said, before my uh, youngest was born or not, she's not my youngest anymore, but before Azariah was born, I was really, really nervous about exercise, fitness, eating healthy. Some moms I had seen just, I don't want to say they stopped caring because I know they cared, but I believe they shifted their self-care onto everyone else and gave it to everyone else. And at the end of the day, they had nothing left to give themselves and to take care of themselves. And let me tell you, mamas, if you take care of yourself, and we're talking about an hour or two a day here, if you take care of yourself, you are going to be a much better mama. I am so, is anyone else just unbelievably tired of mom guilt. I know it's I know it's like a real thing. I know like sometimes we feel guilty for this or that or maybe we're too harsh in this area or maybe you know you wanted more time before bedtime. I understand that. That's going to happen. Dads have it too. Prime example, I spoke to my brother-in-law this past weekend and he has ex- an exceptional amount of dad guilt. And I was trying to tell him and not like he needs me to say this to him, but your daughter needs to see you take care of you. Period. If we don't do this, when it comes their time to be in a role of leadership, whether it's parenting, being a mom, being a coach, whatever it is, if they don't take care of themselves, how are they going to lead other people to be healthy? It's kind of a catch, isn't it? And I want to share with you 1 Corinthians 6, 19. Do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit? You are not your own. If you have ever read the Old Testament or the New Testament, there's a lot of stories in there, a lot of descriptions about building temples, about anointing temples, about what goes into the temple, certain measurements of things from curtains to rods to candlesticks. It is very precise. It is very honored. It is a long process. Fitness is a long process process. Health is a consistent process. What are you doing to show your daughters a consistent, long process of being healthy, being well, living a bold and healthy lifestyle? What are you doing? And what do you need to do now? Start today. Start this week. Jumping jacks outside. (laughs) Whatever it is you need to do to start making that difference. And let me share with you what I would do if I haven't, if I hadn't been working out, if I haven't been doing anything for a long time. Let me share what I would do just to kind of give you something tactical to work with if you don't know where to start. Because I hate not knowing where to start, especially if I'm starting something new and then I feel like I spend a bunch of money on new paper, etc., to just write something new. So let me let me tell you what I would do. If I was starting to get back into exercise and I've been out of the game for a while, or maybe I've never started before, here's what I would do. 
I would plan two days a week, each time for 15 to 20 minutes, that I did some sort of exercise. This is before I would even go to a gym. Now, if you have access to a gym, you have the funds for a gym. I know gas is really expensive right now. So this all depends on your financial situation as well. But I wouldn't even worry about that. I wouldn't even worry about leaving the house. Now, for me, I have to leave the house. It's just I love walking into a gym and just smelling the gym, as weird as that sounds. It's something that makes me (laughs) invigorated and excited, just smelling the sweat, I guess. (laughs) But what I would do is I would start with two days a week, two 15 to 20 minute workouts. And what I would do is if you have any workout bands or something, you can get some. There's a couple on Amazon for $12 a pack. I would, even if you didn't have those, let's say you don't have those, I would walk for a few minutes with the kids in the stroller or the kids next to me if you're the kids are with you. If they're not, just walk five to 10 minutes. And then I would do a full body exercise. So what I would do, and this is just a personal This is a personal love of mine. I love circuit training. I have always loved circuit training. Ever since I've started working out, it's always my favorite. And if you don't know what circuit training is, it's basically anywhere from two workouts to more, and I, I like four to five or six workouts. And so you do these workouts and you continue through, so you do one workout, four to 10, you know, four sets of 10, and then you do another workout. Like each workout is four sets of 10 or 12 or three sets of 10 or however you want to set it up, whatever your goals are now, the amount, the sets, the reps, the weight, it all, that's a different topic. But let's say there's four different workouts you want to do and you want to do three sets of 10. So how a circuit would work is that you would do one of the workouts, then move to the other workout and do your 10 reps and then move to the other workout. Then take a one to two minute break and repeat it again. A one to two minute break, repeat it again, a one to two minute break. And then right there, you've completed a circuit workout. They're the best, you you just know what you're doing. So let's say four, okay. Four, you don't have any bands, you have nothing, you have to work out at home. I would do 10 push-ups. okay, That's that's a body weight workout. Then I would do 10 air squats and then I would do dips. So basically I would get on a bench or a bar or the chair or something. Please be careful. Windowsill works great. I've done those before and I do 10 dips. And then the last workout, let's say jump rope or jumping jacks, something like that, 10. And then you would just continue to do it. And I would plan on that twice a week and you can change it up. And I know a lot of people say, well, I really want to lose weight. I want to gain muscle. I want to do all these things. I do too. Okay. I have a lot of fitness goals that I'm aiming for. However, I would focus 100% on consistency for at least one month. That's if you were doing two workouts a week, that's two, four, six, eight. I'm not the greatest at math. Two, four, six, eight. That's eight workouts a month. I would focus on consistency first for one to two months and then goals. So when you know you're consistent with the main thing, actually working out, just doing it, doing something two to three times a week for 15 to 20 minutes. If you can do three, that would be best. That's an hour a week. If you could hit 20 minutes, that's incredible. That's incredible. And your daughter's walking and see you. Not that you're doing it for them. You're doing this for you. And first, because God says, 
Our body is a temple. Come on, mamas. We have got to take care of ourselves. This is so important. This is like, if we don't take care of ourselves now, most likely we will pay for it later. With all the health issues, medical bills, and all the things that can come up, from not taking care of ourselves in the present. It's so important. And I wanna challenge you to start this week. If you haven't worked out ever, or you've been out of the game for a while, please take the plunge, take the dive, lift the dumbbell, you got this. You can do this. I would love to hear from you if you're starting. I would love to cheer you on. Please feel free to DM me, feel free to Email in raiseherwell at gmail.com. Let me know if there is anything else you would like to hear about in this on this podcast in regards to health and fitness. I want to cover the things that we, you know, that really just lights us up, even if it is challenging, if even if it is hard. Long-term consistency beats short-term intensity. Let's build our temples up, mamas, for the glory of God and in turn, equipping our daughters to live a healthy life. If today's episode inspired, encouraged, or challenged you, will you share with a friend? I would be so grateful if you could take a few seconds of your time and leave an Apple podcast review. This is the only way I know that you like the show. Feel free to connect with me on Instagram at Ash Harvey, that's Ash with an E, or email raiseherwell at gmail.com. Remember, you are a girl mom for such a time as this. Let's rise up and take our own places as daughters of the Most High King so that we can encourage and equip our daughters to have bold faith and live well. Until next time.